Órale. Sí, señor. Bienvenidos, Sam. Welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. Uh, week five is almost in the books. Uh, at least the Sunday portion is. Uh, I'm Jorge Georgi Martin, and uh, Primo Hector Reyes is in the house. What's up, y'all? You can almost call me Victor because I'm about to beat you, George. But <laughs> to, but for today, I'll be just Hector. <laughs> oh man! Well, Ricky's got a late shift uh, so tonight, so we're going to be missing him tonight. So we'll, we'll he's in the ER. He's doing important things. So kudos to him. Yes, yes, fighting, fight, fighting the fight for the people. Uh, right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Como siempre es un placer. Make sure you're checking out our original content on our website at familiaffb.com, as well as our social media channels at familiaffb on Twitter and Instagram, as well as our familiaffb Facebook page. Uh, well, familia, uh, you know this is a big sigh. Um, we're doing this show with a bit of a heavy heart uh, as we lost a member of la familia. Um, Uh, rest in peace, uh, Prima Maria Marica Mar Gutierrez. Uh, Marica, uh, we're dedicating this show to you. Um, she was 54. She's Prima Numero Dos in the whole line of uh, 40 grandchildren, uh, of which Hector and I are in the uh, line. Uh, she was yeah. born in 1966. And she always liked to remind me when we were kids that she was older than me. <laughs> so I had to listen to her. <laughs> right. She was your elder. Got to respect, man. Got to respect. Got to respect the elders. Um, you know, she's survived by her two daughters. Um, she was the daughter of Tia Nene, um, our Aunt Irene, and sister to our primas, Nanny and Monica, and our primos, Nico and Raul. You guys know Nico from our uh, uh, last uh, last episode and a few episodes before. Um, Marika, uh, oh, we love you so much. Um, say hello to your father, Tio Nico. Um, say hi to my sister, uh, my sister Bibi, pop, my pops, and uh, say hi to Abuelito and Abuelita for us. Um, you know, just uh, you're where there's no no pain. Uh, we love you, Prima. Love you. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, from kind of a heavy heart to uh, kind of a... Uh, Total 180. Uh, Lakers win championship number 17. Yes, number 17. Feels, feels so good. Boston Celtics can't uh, can't throw that one out there anymore. Oh, we have the most championship. So you guys are, you know, whatever, you know. And uh, so yeah, at least now we're tied. So you know, at least we at least we can say that whenever we're talking to Boston fans, which is always nice to do. And it was, and it, and it was sweet. I, I was, I got to tell you, I was a little worried about this one after the way they played on Friday. And uh, right, we, no, for sure. I thought maybe Anthony Davis might be a little, uh, you know, his heel might be a little compromised. But I mean, they just took it to him, and they basically this game was over at halftime. So we were able oh, to concentrate on football. Maybe even before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly not so much multitasking and uh you know congratulations lebron you did what you said you were gonna do you were gonna bring la a championship muchas gracias on behalf of the city and uh oh god and all the laker fans especially all the latino laker fans out there gracias 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 and uh anthony davis uh thank you for coming welcome you got you and lebron you guys are officially lakers hopefully we get uh we see statues of you in front of staples center someday um that was beautiful yeah this is like first of many right i mean we're you know you know there, there's always there's always the there's always been the uh you know the dynasties the legacies of the great you know the great lakers you had elgin baylor you had jerry west you had kareem and Uh, you know, so, so many, so many great Lakers, uh, you know, through the past that you had magic, you had Kareem, uh, and then of course, Kobe, uh, and Shaq. So, uh, yeah, this is just the next, 
the next in line of a, of a storied franchise. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I can't wait to, for the future to just keep collecting these rings and, you know, throw it, like I said, throw it on Boston and say, <laughs> we got more than you. All we need is one more. I mean, right. honestly, I look at, uh, you know, I was looking at LeBron during this playoff run and I was kind of thinking, uh, you know, where is he, has he diminished? Where has he lost a step? He's going to be 36 in a couple months. And, you know, I, I think of him five years ago and I'm like, I don't think he's lost a thing. I, I, Hector, you watch basketball a lot more closely than I do. The guys, yeah, I mean, the LeBron James, and it's it's funny. I don't know if if you if you got a chance to watch the game, he said something very very pointed uh, in his uh, MVP speech where he was saying, you know, he 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 made sure to to pay respect to, you know, Adam Silver and to pay respect to the fans and to pay respect to you know the NF, uh, the uh, NBA Players Association. And then he said something like, uh, you know, I, I, I respect, you know, I, I, I got respect for all them, you know, and, and now I'm just now I'm just a little, looking for a little bit of respect for me. You know, in other words, he's pointing out to all those reporters out there, all those talking heads out there that, you know, every year, you know, give the MVP votes to Giannis and to James Harden, you know, and, and LeBron's getting like one or two MVP votes a year. And the, the guys and this is what he's doing. He's winning championships when those guys are just kind of fizzling out. You know, you know, Giannis, I mean, Jesus, I mean, the, the, you know, for, for, for that much talent, the guy just, you know, kind of withered, you know, against Miami who nobody thought was going to do anything. So, so yeah, the, get, give respect to LeBron. The guy's a, a beast and, you know, all you, you know, NBA writers out there, give him some MVP votes. The guy deserves it. It's, it's bananas what he's continued to be able to do at his age. I mean, and, and in spite of his age. Yeah, you know, the guys are doing crazy things. So I think I think that just kind of gives a little bit of a, it kind of highlights what's wrong with NBA MVP voting, where it's more of a popularity contest uh, as opposed to what it used to be, which is who's who's just the best guy out there. You know, LeBron's clearly that guy, and they continue to disrespect him. So it was very very pointed when he said that. You know, I'm sure you'll watch it. You know, if you see it on the highlights on. Uh, you know, on cable tonight, you know, you know, watch all, all the all the highlight shows, Sports Center, wherever you're watching. Uh, he's, th- I'm sure they're going to show that, and he's like, "Hey, don't forget about me because I'm still doing things." I look at him, and you know, him not getting MVP, as many MVP votes, and it it just reminds me of the the latter part of the Jordan years where they gave a championship to, I mean, an MVP to Charles Barkley, uh, largely because they were sick. You know, the NBA writers were sick. Uh, sick of voting for Jordan. And then right, I think, right. I think in 98, they gave it to Carl uh, Malone mm-hmm. again, because they just, and, and you looked at Jordan and his numbers were very, almost identical to the, his MVP years. And it's right. just like, uh, you know, it's just like the shiny new thing. And, and LeBron just, just keeps chugging on, just keep chugging on. And that I, is just the man. And, and I, and I, I, you know, one last shout out to AD for uh, that heartfelt tribute to Kobe they were teammates on the uh, the Olympics one year, and uh, you know he talked about how Kobe just kind of mentored him and kind of helped him grow up. And now, you know, he dedicated uh, helped dedicate the championship to Kobe. And uh, you know, in the in the year of his passing, you could really see AD get get pretty choked up there, and it Definitely. was it was kind of special yeah. for that was that was pretty cool. But, Definitely. Know, thank you guys and Kobe. You know, RIP to you too, you and Gigi. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's special. It's special. Now, uh, now Dodgers, you're on deck. 
Exactly. <laughs> Fighters on deck. Let's go. Hey, well, let's go. Let's go get into some cheese man. Cheese man. Uh, well, we got some games rescheduled. Uh, one of the Monday what night football, mess, right? <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's funny. You know, I almost, I almost got a little salty on Twitter this morning, but I just held myself in check uh, because I heard some, you know, I saw some people putting on there, you know, cancel the season. It's like, what, what do you want? Do you want nothing to do on Sunday mornings? One team has had a has had an outbreak, and and it's like it's like no, there are thirty teams that have done great that are that have had no tests, uh, no no COVID positive tests, positive tests come right. out, and yeah, you, you had you know you've had. Three, what two or three come up positive for the for the Patriots? It's not really considered an outbreak, but they're you know they're the preponderance of uh, caution. You know the Titans have had an outbreak, but look, MLB they had two bad outbreaks, and here they are. They're in the Final Four, and they're in the play. They're in the World Series, and uh, so I think I think you know what we just weather the storm and keep playing and and just you know roll with the punch. You know as fantasy managers, we just roll with the punches, right? Yeah. Heck, do you it's agree? A, or do you... It, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you have to, you kind of have to roll with it. I mean, this is, you know, this is 2020. And, it, it, you know, by now, everyone has an understanding that this is the year, you know, that, you know, that, you know, we're, we're almost tired of saying unprecedented, you know, it's, it's everything now, you know, what, what's, what's the, what's the old saying? If everything's an emergency, nothing's an emergency. Well, <laughs> True. This, this year, if everything's unprecedented, then nothing is unprecedented. Like this is normal now. Like everyone just needs to get used to the idea that we're doing things completely different from other years. And it's, it's, it's almost strange when someone says, oh man, like, like how dare they do this? Like, no, everything, everything that we've, that we've seen with regards to, you know, traffic and with the going to the mall and with going to restaurants and with going to Dodger games and, and to sporting events, that's all completely flipped 180 degrees, completely different than what we've seen, what we're used to. So this should not be any different. So any and and not only this, but everything else going forward in our lives, we're going to see everything change and be crazy. So yeah, it's weird. Again, it's it's almost unprecedented. I and mean, I'll say it this way: it's no, it unprecedented. Is unprecedented. It is it's unprecedented. unprecedented for people to say that things are unprecedented because get <laughs> get over it. It, it. At this point, we are all in the same boat. Get used to things being crazy and just roll with it. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather just have the, the crazy on Sunday mornings, uh, and you know what is the game's gonna happen? Are games gonna get moved? I'd rather have that than you know than than the alternative than what we had for all those months from March to July uh, to the end of July with nothing. So no, right. give me the football, give me the crazy la, la locura. But uh, so the locura is Pats at Bron Pats and Broncos is now playing on next Sunday. It was going to be on Monday night football. So that game has been moved. The uh, bills chiefs has been officially moved from Thursday, this Thursday to next Monday, uh, October 19th. And uh, the game between the bills and the Titans is still scheduled for Tuesday. The Titans did have a COVID positive test from a staff member, but apparently that staff member has not been around the facility for a couple of weeks. Oh, so good. even though That's they good. shut, even though they shut down the facility, they're expecting to play. So there are other yeah. games that are being moved uh, too many to go through right now. You know, we'll just, you know, every, 
everybody, you know, familiar, just, I, I put it on, uh, I titled our last episode on, uh, uh, on Friday, stay fluid Friday, just stay fluid every day. We're, we're just going to be ready. Let's do everything we can, you know, just be ready for football all the time. So, yep. Yep. And Hey, uh, Hector, I think you were the one who called it like the after school movie special, you know, Alex Smith getting back into a game. I, yeah, I, I thought of you man. when I saw him yeah. go in the game. Alex Smith, the return of Alex Smith. Let's go. It's going to be like, it's going to be a Hallmark movie. Perfect. Uh, I, I will say every time there was one time where he just got crunched by, uh, by Aaron Donald, where I just, cause like cringing and he just popped up like normal. Like it was a normal hit. What, I was what, like, what do you think that conversation was like? Eric Donald pops, Aaron Donald pops him and it's like, Hey man, you, you good? Like, yeah, I think so. I think hey, so. Hey, hey, you, hey, you okay, man? <laughs> helping him up, helping him up. I, right, I got... exactly. Like, you know, like we, you don't know the conversation that happened in the pile, but I can only imagine, like you know, you knock the guy over and it's like, hey, hey you okay? Like I, I didn't mess you up again, did, you know? You, you good, right? <laughs> you know, so. And they showed that they kept showing the pictures of his family. I mean, the the uh, you know they they cut away to his family, and I could see his wife just kind of like you know, excited, but just almost like, Oh, please don't hit him. Please don't hit him. No, I mean, for she, sure. I'm sure she was, you know, you know, watching with bated breath for sure. She lived everything with him. So God, yeah, you know, God, God love him. God bless. And you know, yeah, we'll, man. Be, we'll be, we'll be referring back to this in a couple minutes. Uh, but first off uh, Falcons fired uh, Dan, head coach, Han, Dan Quinn and the GM Thomas Dimitrov. So uh, it's, uh, you know, they're going to be starting over. It's kind of, I mean, but that's what happens when you're on five in this league. Um, and they basically needed a miracle finish last year to finish uh, the season. Just, yeah. I mean, it's the defense. I mean, you know, they're, yeah. they're often, they, they have a high flying offense, you know, they, 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 they have the ability to score a lot of points. I mean, I just think, I think Dan Quinn, you know, it, it, this falls more on the GM than it does on Dan Quinn. Cause I mean, Dan Quinn did, lead the Falcons to the Super Bowl. And if, you know, if the, if the Falcons had a, 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 even a medium rare defense, you know, we probably wouldn't be in this situation. They might have, you know, at least one or two wins and, you know, they may still be watching to see what happens, but the fact that their defense is just, you know, like a, like a, a sieve or a, you know, it's, it's just, you know, things go right through it, a strainer, yeah. you know, like yeah. a strainer, <laughs> you know, just like everything goes, everything goes right, right by them and right through them. So that's not going to work in this league, like you said. And yeah, you know, unfortunately, both of them are the fall guys and you know, that, that, that's how it goes. So think, think about this. Imagine if they held any part of that 28 to three lead in the Super Bowl. Do you think he gets fired today? Um, no, because he's, so. he's, because he's Super Bowl champion yeah. head coach, Dan Quinn. Yeah. You know, so I, they gave him the benefit of the doubt because, Hey, he, he won us a ring. He brought a championship to Atlanta. Let's give him a shot, but that didn't happen. So here we are. Crazy, 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 crazy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, well, uh, real quick, Michael Thomas got ruled out for Monday Night Football, not for his ankle injury, but for a fight with a teammate. Oh, uh, how do you do uh, that? I, I, uh, I, I, and that's just, and obviously that's frustration. And again, unprecedented. <laughs> that's yeah. a super, you know, that's, you know, the top wide receiver in the entire NFL is suspended because he, you know, it, it is NFL with these grown men. He probably threw a punch. You of course, know, probably, you know, he, oh, probably, yeah. and he probably landed it, you know, so that's not going to work. You know, you can't do that. You got to be, you know, you got to be professional about these things. Oh, yeah. You're frustrated, Michael Thomas. Yeah. You've been out with an injury, Michael Thomas. Yes. You're the greatest, you know, in the NFL, you're the top wide receiver, Michael Thomas, your team needs you, Michael Thomas. 
What are you doing? Punching your teammate and getting into a fight so that you make, that gets you, because that sets a precedent, you know, you're as a head coach, your hands are tied. You know, you, you can't let Michael Thomas get away with that because the next guy that does it is going to say, Hey, you let him get away with it. What, what about me? And that just causes a problem. You're, you, you lose all credibility. So yeah, yeah, that, ha- that had to happen and un- it's unfortunate, but Hey, you know what you, you, you make your bed, you know, sometimes you got to lie in it. And you know what? Um, and there, there's a certain thing when you're one of the studs on the team, there's a certain leadership role that you have to live up to. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's just not living up to can't it. Do uh, it. You can't do that. And, and they're on a buy next week. So really, I mean, gosh, I mean, Ugh. think about, think about the teams that, that drafted him like fourth overall. And here yeah. he is, he's going to be, it's going to be week seven before you really get him. And who knows, who knows if he's going to be all the way, right. Remember, you know, remember Saquon Barkley last year, he was, mm-hmm. you know, he was definitely banged up. Uh, he was not right until, you know, for several weeks after he came back. So yeah, almost have it. Almost have it. Well, the last one in the cheese mess section is get a little more personal, a little more <laughs> personal between the primos Hector versus Georgie. Uh, yeah, boy. Uh, I'm up. I'm up by like half a point, but uh, I have Keenan Allen. Who, uh, <laughs> I have, I, yes, I, I believe I will be defeating you, George, tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up by I'm up by I think 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.6, and I have Keenan Allen going, which he should get his share of maybe 12, 13, 14 targets tomorrow. And as long as he gets like five or six yards. I beat you. So, you know, hopefully, yeah. you know, I'm lighting my veladora oh. that there's no, you know, Deontay Johnson type injury where he loses two yards and has to leave the game. So fingers crossed. Generally, Keenan Allen's a pretty tough guy. So I'm, uh, I'm leaning towards uh, a, a pretty clean victory tomorrow. Two weeks ago, I'm, I'm two weeks ago. I'm two and one and in first place uh, with the most points. And now, I, I, you know, today I was in eighth place. And uh, who knows where I'm going to be after well, I'm gonna this? Be, me so. and you're going to be two and three. As they say, as they say on the golf course, there's a lot of golf left. So. There is. There is. Okay, I wish I had a long way to go. I wish I'd grabbed uh, Chase Claypool uh, in this in our familiar league, like I did in a couple other leagues, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, hey, let's get into, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Alex Smith, but first off, it's I, 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 time for I, I, I section. I, I, I. Dak Prescott, <sighs> compound Eek. fracture and dislocation Eek. of his ankle. He went under, underwent surgery tonight. I mean, it was just gruesome. I could only watch it once. Really only watch it Yeah. Once. The, the, the crazier part, I don't know if you've, uh, you know, made your rounds around social media. I don't know if, to- you know, Tony Romo, you know, they're talking about he's trending. We're talking about Tony Romo. Apparently, I don't know if he was in the restroom when it happened or, you know, out, you know, taking a break somewhere else when it happened. He made a comment of uh, something to the effect of, I hope that's just a cramp. When, oh, when Dak yes. Was, I did Dak see was, that. When Dak, when Dak was down, it's like, did you well, not he, watch? <laughs> no, he came up. I remember watching that. He came up and and you could see that he you, you, there was the angle where you couldn't see his leg was, you know, where the bone was sticking out. And, yeah. uh, and, and then it was just like, you could see that once they did the, the extra, you know, the, the different shot and it was just like, you could hear the, Ooh, and, and, uh, you just knew, I mean, season, I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I mean, for the guy, he's such a great leader and he was so, uh, you know, during the off season, he was so candid and, and, uh, raw talking about how depression had, had effect impacted him, uh, just, uh, you know, and he was having such a fantastic season. So, yeah. Uh, Does this put uh, Andy Dalton on, on the, on the waiver 
I think so. Uh, I, yeah. I totally think so, especially in two yeah. quarterback leagues. Right, for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, anybody who lost uh, Dak Prescott is going to be going after Andy Dalton. I mean, he had made I – mean, Dalton made two beautiful throws to, you know, Michael Gallup, where Michael Gallup made baller catches. But uh, uh, I did see a – they did show a picture during the Sunday night telecast for uh, uh, Dak where he was smiling for the camera. So, you know, good for well, him. That's a good He's, sign. He's such a positive force. Everything you hear about him is that he's just a hundred percent a great person. So, you know, wishing him everything best and, and just look at the, uh, look at the uh, Alex Smith example and hope yeah. for uh, hope for for a speedy recovery yeah these days i mean the technology and the surgeons that are out there just you know there, there's some a-class medicine being practiced out there so hopefully he gets a it's a top dog to uh to, to perform that surgery and get him back on his feet uh sooner than later no it'll be all right man hopefully yeah. i mean it's yeah. hopefully it's by next season uh, for sure we'll be talking we'll be listening to some main injury experts and see what the what the timeline is going to be for that mm-hmm. um dalvin cook groin injury uh you saw it you know late in the uh, you know late in the first half i mean i'm sorry early in the early in the early in the second half i mean he came back briefly but i looked like it was just a decoy and it just ugh, not not good not good for yeah, no, these, these first rounders these first rounders are going out, man. That's what's that's, going on. That's crazy. I don't even know. It's Saquon uh, now. Dalvin Cook, Michael. You know, Michael Thomas was out, and just, CMC. CMC. We're gonna keep our fingers crossed that, that, that that's it for the first round, man. I don't, uh, I don't want any more first rounders going out. No more. I mean, Julio Jones uh, was tail end of the first round. I mean, he was inactive today uh, with the with a hamstring injury, and I mean, their buy isn't for a few weeks, but that's that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deontay Johnson hurt his back early in the game. This is the second time he came out after uh, getting hurt on one of the first plays that he was in. Did not return. Uh, just ah, como eso duele. Como eso duele. Yeah, man. Uh, Baker Mayfield getting X-rays on his ribs as a precaution. Right. So uh, you know, even though he had a pretty good game, and we'll be talking about him in a, in a minute, uh, that one's something to keep an eye on. Ponlo en la mira. Yeah. Um, DJ Chark left the game with an ankle injury. We had, uh, you know, I, I had him in the uh, Idios Mio section, and this was largely the reason why he never came back. Uh, AJ Green injured the hamstring early in the game, got a big donut. Yeah, I'd say uh, that, that, we, that, that could be, we could be seeing the last of AJ Green. That may be, uh, that just might be the end of it for him. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see him coming. I mean, especially not, not on the, uh, you know, not on the uh, on the Bengals that squad at least. I mean, I see. You know, we got Boyd over there. We got T Higgins. The the, the receiving core there is. See, I just I don't know if I see a spot even for AJ Green going forward. Even if he no. comes back, it's just, it just just seems like he's just been kind of phased out of that offense. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That one's. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the tough part. You know, if you're, uh, it's it, this is the uh, pro sports is the ultimate meritocracy. If you're not if you're not performing, they just have take you, you done out. for me lately. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Sammy Watkins uh, also came out with a hamstring injury, never returned to the game. So yeah, Ricky called it- this one. This was, that's a, that's a Ricky, that's a Ricky uh, prognostication. Ricky was like, yeah, man, he's going to have a good first game. And then like the rest of the season, like he's done. <laughs> and so, Rick called it like, exactly. <laughs> sometimes I think Ricky's a brujo, you know, right? he knows things. Uh, though, though, you know what? I, if he would, I think he also called that Tua was going to come into the game and uh, I looked and he didn't come into the game today, even though they were up by a lot. So, ah, interesting. Uh, not quite. You know, that was the perfect setup to get him, get him a few plays there at the get end. Him some reps. Yeah. 
Uh, Kyle Allen, arm injury at the end of the second quarter, which opened up the door for Alex Smith to come back into the game. So uh, something to keep an eye on there. Or, yeah. or maybe Dwayne Haskins comes back in the game. Uh, vamos a ver. Uh, Jimmy G taken out at halftime. Apparently, I mean, he, I, I I only got to see a couple of highlights of this game. I was watching the uh, the, the uh, Dallas game, and uh, he just he didn't look right. He he just he looked tentative out there, and I think that I think maybe his ankle is not as not as one hundred percent. Uh, not close to 100 percent. yeah and that's and that's going to happen i mean we've, we see that a lot with quarterbacks whenever they have you know injuries like that they, you know they come out and they hear footsteps they, they get tentative they get real anxious you know in the pocket so if his ankle's not quite right yet you know he needs he needs to sit out until it's completely back so that he can be confident in the pocket because as long as he's back there feeling the sore feeling the feeling the ankle and hoping oh my god if i get hit i'm done if i get hit i'm done you can't play like that. And that may be part of it. And yeah, that, that was the end of him at halftime. That's uh, oh, man. Well, uh, time to get into. I am Ijo. I am It's the, we're calling it. We're, we're going to start calling this Los Chingones section. That's it, man. These are the Chingones <laughs> of the day. Oh man. Well, uh, just in no particular order, Kyler Murray, you know, went off for 380 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, he also ran one in, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 313 yards and two touchdowns. He was my streamer of the week. I felt very smart for that. You know, I actually played him on one of my leagues, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Big Ben, 239 yards, three touchdowns. We'll be talking about who got those three touchdowns in a second. Uh, <laughs> well, we already mentioned it. We already teased it a little bit. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, 359 yards, three touchdowns. That was a week later for my prediction. I did predict last week that that was guy. I bet Ricky on that one last yeah, week. Yeah, you uh, just missed it by a week. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Gardner Minshew helped you, Hector. Minshew mania, baby. I, finally, yes, 301 yards, two TDs. And in our league, I don't know if anyone else has it, we get the five-point bonus for uh, passers going over 300 yards. And playing against George, this feels even better because he, I get you that, I get that five-point bonus by one passing yard. So oh. I, feel, I feel good. Feel good. If Keenan Allen has like four points tomorrow, I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna wanna, <laughs> I'm gonna wanna vomitar. I'm, I swear, this is, uh, yeah, no es bueno, no es bueno. Uh, Derek Carr had his had himself a day. 347 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, and the victory, and the victory, his first one ever at Arrowhead. Good for him. First one ever. Uh, and you know what? The cool thing was he, he, threw, he took some deep shots there and it was, and it just kind of, I think it was, uh, he must've been saying that, Oh, that was for all you people who say I'm just dumping off to people. So. Yeah. Hey, I, I told, I said it, I said it in our, in our, uh, you know, in our preseason, you know, podcast, I, I watch out for Derek Carr this year. I think this might be the year. So, I mean, yes, it is one game and it is a victory over the chiefs. You know, let's see what he, if he can keep it going. No, that's that's a huge win. That's yeah. a huge win, and you know, yeah. and that's with Patrick. Mah- that's going toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mahomes got 340 yards, two touchdown passes, and then he ran another one in. So yep. Yep. that was that. You know, that, that I missed was- that game. But man, looking at these numbers, gosh, that I, I missed the game. But Jesus, that must have been a really fun game to watch. Oh, I was I was between that one. I had I had that game on and the Ram game on. And I had the Ram game on my computer. And so I'm just kind of like, and, and two very different games. In fact, the Ram game would almost finished like 
like 40 minutes before the Raider game, just because of the fact wow. that they were throwing so much, but, wow. uh, but speaking of the Rams, Jared Goff, 309 yards, two touchdowns, uh, two touchdown passes and one touchdown rushing and the, the weirdest spike ever because they were playing in almost a monsoon there and he tried to spike the ball and the ball slipped out of his hand. <laughs> so that was <laughs> like a an air one. ball, like an air ball spike. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, awesome. I got to look that up. That sounds, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> oh, fits magic. Uh, in what probably the upset of the day, you know, beating up with uh, Miami t- going down to San Francisco and just beating them up. I think who what, did Ricky say he did, what, Ricky said that he thought this was a trap, this could be a trap game for the 49ers. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he did. He, did. A, he, he specifically said that that this that this could happen and he called it. He brujo. called it. Yeah, he, but, know, yeah. but you know what, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know, man. It, it it almost feels like the guy just doesn't get any respect. You know, he's just, you know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, you know, he's just, uh, he's good. The guy's good. I mean, we watched him on Monday Night Football, uh, you know, the, a couple of weeks back, uh, you know, when, when they went up against Gardner Minshew and the Jags and he does, he was just, I mean, the, the guy is accurate. His, his, his QB rate has got to be way, way, way high. Cause I mean, the guy, he does not throw many incomplete balls. You know, today he went for 353 TDs, zero picks. I mean, how efficient can you be? I mean, that's and he and he, he's playing at Miami. He doesn't, I mean, yes, he has a couple of receivers, but nothing, you know, nothing spectacular. But the guy, he just gets it done. And this is this is really impressive. For what the for the weapons that he has, he is doing things. So so kudos to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and uh Baker Mayfield. The, the, not a spectacular game, 247 yards, two touchdowns. He did have two picks, but you know, the Browns are now four and one. Uh, yeah, I, I was poo-pooing on them all preseason. So I don't know, man. Uh, I, coaching change must, have been, must be the X factor because they're the same players. Just doing, they're just doing everything way different than they did last year with Freddie Kitchens in well, charge. They, so obviously things are, things are definitely being done differently. They redid their offensive line, yeah. and that's really helping. Oh, the line, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, you could tell that, and yeah. and they're definitely, you know, they're in that Kyle Shanahan, which is actually the Mike Shanahan system, uh, mm-hmm. back twenty some years ago with Terrell Davis. Um, you just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Open yeah, up a lot Broncos, of play action man, back in the days, yeah. A lot of play action. Russell Wilson. I mean, God, I'm there. You're running. We're running out of adjectives. We got to start talking <laughs> Spanish just to, you know. <laughs> They're down 13 nothing at halftime in the rain, and he comes back and he takes him to a 27-26. To my man DK Metcalf in the end oh, zone for the that, second touchdown of the day. That was, that fantastic. was fantastic. And he also had a fourth down catch on that on that same drive. Yeah, he did. He yeah, drive for, thir- for 30, 39 yards, I think it was. Something like that. Four yeah, to, but it's fourth yarder. and 10. That means the guy's just uh, – just, I mean, Russell Wilson, just phenomenal. And, and you know what? And that was with Kirk Cousins, you know, showing up on prime time for 249 yards and two touchdowns, and, you know, and a pick. Just, I just, a, I mean, we've been, we've been blessed with some fantastic Sunday night games. Just yeah. wonderful, yeah. wonderful. I mean, it was just a nail biter. We're just, we're just coming. That was great. Yeah. I, I, I caught the end of it. I, I was, I was hanging out with Dominic and doing things, but I, I was watching, uh, the, of course, the Lakers. So I, I caught the, uh, Caught the end of uh of that Seattle game and wow that was just you know watching it watching it go down to the wire was pretty pretty fun to watch. Unbelievable. Well, the running backs were the the Chingon running backs. Mike Davis, I think he was the most Chingon of the day. I mean, 100, 149 total yards, nine receptions in there, and a touchdown. I mean, he he's just like 
he is this CMC 2.0, right? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is it CMC this good or is it just the offense that's this good? Because, man, this guy's do they need CMC back? <laughs> I mean, geez, he's, he's, he filled in very nicely. He's doing CMC type things without being CMC. It's reminding me of, of those times where Levin Bell would go out of this game. He would go out for several games uh, earlier in his career when he was in Pittsburgh, and D'Angelo Williams would come in. I remember and, that. And and it's like they never just lost anything. Nicely. Yeah, just like, like like a puzzle piece, is, you know, plug Un- and play. Unreal. And then and when James Conner took over two years ago, they didn't miss yeah. anything. So just right. this is just he's playing so well, and I think it's just making it's you know they're they're making him making it easy for them to just uh you know be able to just let him get completely right. And they're three and two. They're halfway to getting the over, and it's just five games into the season. I know. I I I I, I called it out. I didn't get a chance to bet it, but I called it. Uh, yeah. They will go over the five and a half wins well alexander madison uh got 112 yards rushing uh you know in relief of dalvin cook who had 65 all in the first half yep. zeke that was a super that was a super handcuff everyone knew that was a super handcuff to have if you're going to pick up any handcuffs on your roster madison was you know one of the top handcuffs to own and and, and here we go we, and we're if he's starting to see his value and if he's not on the if he's not on the waiver wire, uh, you know you're if he's out on the waiver wire, you're put you're grabbing him this yeah, week. Yeah, he's he's probably not available. I, I think it was it was pretty common knowledge, you know, as far as handcuffs go. You you know you got to certain guys you got to pick up. You got to pick up Madison. You got to pick up Latavius Murray. Like certain guys were like the hot ticket as far as uh, as far as handcuffs, and Madison was probably top of the list. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, 19 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Also added a reception for 14 yards. Kareem Hunt, you know, the other, the, not not quite the handcuff because people were drafting him as like an RB3. Right. Or yeah. He, and yeah. I mean, and a lot of people, you know, still thought that he was, you know, he was more talented than Chubb, you know, you know, to some degree. So, I mean, the guy, I mean, yeah, the guy was a stud at KC. So he, you know, yeah. The only reason that he switched teams again was because all that drama and the suspension and such and whatnot. So, and other than that, he would still be on the Chiefs, you know, doing things. So the guy's talented. And yeah, he, to your point, not necessarily a handcuff, just maybe, uh, you know, Chubb being running back A to Hunt's running back B, but still very talented. And yeah, he's, he's doing his thing. Great, great day today. Yeah, 93 total yards and a touchdown. Kenyon Drake got his first touchdown of the season. And I benched on, him. <laughs> and you benched him, but the guy you benched him for, Chase Edmonds. Also had a touchdown, so I'll take it. <laughs> the other, the other Chase, not not Chase Claypool, but Chase Edmonds had a had a good another good, had a good game, so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Miles Sanders, eighty yards, two touchdowns. He also caught another couple balls for nineteen. David Johnson, you know, you just play him against bad defenses, and that and that was a big game for the Texans today. Big win, their first win of the season. He had 96 yards, uh, you know, only caught two balls for seven yards. Josh Jacobs, he was, he was a big reason why the Raiders just kind of salted that winning away. 23 carries, 77 yards, two touchdowns. He nice. caught another couple balls for eight. Now, you're not a big, you know, other than Mike Davis, not a big day for running backs, you know, getting, getting a lot of receiver points, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Todd Gurley though had a had, you know went back in the wayback machine 100, you know 121 yards one touchdown had an additional 29 yards receiving and that's that's got to be his first 100 yard game since 2018. That's amazing. yeah he had a real nice that that touchdown run was a real nice run that was very nice that. that was that was a good 
kudos to Todd Gurley. Yeah, turning back the clock. <laughs> very, very. And Raheem Mostert came back, looked like he didn't miss a beat. 90, 90 rushing yards, added another 29 yards receiving. So a big chingon day for him, man. And let's go to the receivers and nobody did more than Chase Claypool. My and you started him and you said you started him in two leagues, right? That is, I did. You're you're the Bruco, man. What's up with that? I should be uh <laughs> you know, it's I, I've been keeping an eye on him because one of the one of the leagues I grabbed him with my last pick and I looked at him and I was and and you know, he's had a couple of really big plays. And I thought, man, you know, I, and, and on one of the, uh, uh, one of the leagues, I just kind of like, I was going up against the first place team uh, that was unbeaten. I thought, okay, I got a no risk it, no biscuit. I'm just going for That's it. Right. I sat somebody else, you know, who had an okay. Well, I had, I sat rugs who had a, had a good game, but you know, this guy, not a Claypool type uh, game, not a Claypool <laughs> type of game. So 110 yards, three touchdowns, added a fourth touchdown rushing. This guy's crazy. This guy, you're using your waiver priority on him. Isn't it crazy how the rookie rookie receivers are, are showing out so early in the season? That's good. I mean, I, I, I love this only because it seems like, you know, you have like, you know, positional players that come in chunks. You know, you, you have, you know, certain, certain, certain years you have like, oh, oh, you remember that draft year where there was, it was so good. We had so many running backs or that draft year, we got so many receivers. This is that, this seems to be that year where we got, you know, we got CD lamb, T Higgins, we got chase Claypool, these guys that are just like coming up, just like, this is, this is, I think we're going to look back on this year as being like, you know what, this is the year where like, you know, if years from now, these, you know, some of these guys are going to be first rounders, like, you know, oh man, you got to get CD, you got to pick up CD lamb or you got to pick up, you know, uh, Claypool or T Higgins like those are going to be like first round wide receivers somewhere somewhere down the road I, th I think some of these guys are going to shine and I think this is we're going to look back on this year as that year where there were the, there were those stud wide receivers that came out of the, you know last year's draft so like DK Metcalf being one of the stud receivers from the 2019 draft <laughs> yeah exactly yeah right <laughs> six receptions 93 yards two touchdowns including the game winner just stud stud yeah, stud, stud. I mean you get I mean he's like he's almost like the blueprint for Claypool they're both big guys yeah you he's know, like six, Megatron four, six, he reminds five. me of Megatron big dude well, yes he, he's he's he's, a, he's he's emerging as the favorite target of Russell Wilson if you if you watched the end of that game which most of us did if you're a football fan there was there was nothing else the Laker game was already over you know and that game was I think he threw to Metcalf like out of the last five pass plays he threw to Metcalf four out of those five times and it's yeah. just like I was like wow like oh, this is pretty clear like we're going down to the clutch Russell Wilson wants to win this game and he's just, he's just lasering balls to Metcalf left and right, left and right. And Metcalf rewards him with the game winner. So I think, I think today cemented, you know, if there was ever a, a passing of the torch, I mean, today seemed like it to me, at least that, you know, you know, when, when the game is on the line, Metcalf's going to be the guy going forward. There's, I mean, Lockett's still a stud. I think you should, oh, no, no, still of course be, not, yeah, still not taking anything away from Lockett, but just, I mean, like I said, like in, at the end of that game, like you could just tell, like Russell Wilson was looking specifically for Metcalf. Yep. You know that was it was, it was pretty cool to watch because I have him. <laughs> well, he's got he's he's such a mismatch. I mean, there's right. no for everyone. Six, he's just huge. He's he's Megatron. He's yeah. like another Megatron. There's no big one. Well, Adam Thielen also had himself a game: nine receptions, eighty yards, and two touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins, D Hop, he's back. You know, yeah, baby. Six receptions on seven targets, 131 yards, and a touchdown. CD Lamb. 
uh, you know, even with the quarterback change, still still balled out 88 eight receptions on t- on 11 targets, 124 yards. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown uh, got six receptions, 77 yards, and he got a touchdown. That was a nice. beautiful throw. Uh, J- Jamison Crowder, there's nothing else to see in the Jets except for him. You know, <laughs> uh, eight receptions, yep. 116 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, okay, Hector. This morning when you woke up, if I would have yes. told you some someone named Travis Fulgham would catch 10 passes for 152 yards and a touchdown, what would you have said? I would have said, like, is this is this like European League, like Canadian football? <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about here? They're playing a college football game on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What, are, what are we doing here? This guy got uh got did that for the Eagles today because wow, they're just they are next man up times a hundred, it seems <laughs> yeah. like. What, so I mean what, what, have you I'm I mean, have you read up on this guy? Like, where'd he come from? I mean, where was he, like, where was he drafted? Like, what, I, what's what's his deal? I'm going to look him up. Because we got yeah, to do some hashtag research on this guy. I got to do some research because I, I, I got to put him in the waiver wire column because he's, yep, uh, yep. he's you know, because someone's, if someone's yeah. pa- catching passes for them, someone's got to do it. I mean, not only catching passes, 13 targets. Obviously, oh. this guy, you know, this, this guy is going to have some value going forward. Anyone who gets 13 targets scoop them up because yeah, the, especially PPR for sure. This guy's going to have some serious value going forward. And uh, just to prove that you're planning for the week ahead, not the week behind, not, not <laughs> the week behind, you got to forget the week behind Brandon cooks, eight receptions on 12 targets, 161 yards. Didn't he have zero touchdown. last week? <laughs> he got a big donut. Big donut, big, like Krispy Kreme last week. Zero. And, and uh, actually, you know what? On the league where I started Claypool at the last second, I, I had to start Cooks because I had no one else. Uh, so <laughs> those are like, the, aren't those the best? Uh, the, the, fun, that, the, funny, the funny part is, is that you don't have to tell anyone that you do that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like people just are just, people just look at your score like, damn. And then you can just totally play it off like, yeah, you know, I just, right. had, I just had a gut feeling, you know, I just knew, you know, I, I have some insider information. I had to start, you know, I started Claypool and, you know, my, my plan the whole week was to start Claypool and, uh, <laughs> and Cooks. See, that's, that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, hey, what, what, you know, that, that you got, look out, watch out for me. You need to be afraid of me. I did want to start Cooks. Heads, man. <laughs> I did want to start Cooks because I liked the, uh, I liked the, uh, the matchup. The matchup. It was, yeah. it was good with Jacksonville and it was there. So, yeah. uh, but, but yeah, it was one where I needed it. That's, that's like, you know, you pull a straight on the, on the river card, you know, exactly, or, exactly. a full house, something like that. <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> exactly. Well, Henry, Henry Ruggs, Henry Ruggs, welcome back to the league. 118 yards and a touchdown, including Boom. a 72 yard bomb. That was fantastic. Uh, Robbie Anderson got himself eight receptions, 112 yards. He's the, he's the man. DJ Moore. Welcome back. First touchdown welcome back. DJ night, Moore, man. Night, I, I benched, I benched him. I mean, oh. phew, you know, lucky, lucky for me. I'll squeeze out a victory benching DJ Moore, but DJ Moore deserved to be benched. I mean, we're oh. in, we're not in week this five. week, not against well, Atlanta. We, well, no, because, because the reason, well, I benched him. They played against the jets and he threw up a nothing, right? He didn't, it was, yeah, he, he did had nothing. A, he had, he did a nothing. He had a nothing. Yeah. So I was jets. like, okay, something wrong here, you know, so I'm going to bench you DJ Moore, you know, just, just in, you know, just in case something's wrong. And I was thinking Robbie Anderson is emerging, which he did, of course, 13 targets. Uh, you know, to DJ Moore's five, you nice. know, so obviously Robbie Anderson has developed some rapport there with Teddy Bridgewater and he's emerging as the the top gun there, but you know, yeah, DJ Moore did collect his 93 yards and a score. So, but yeah, I, just because he scored this week, I, I'm still very hesitant because I don't like that line five targets versus Robbie Anderson's 13 targets. So 
I don't even know if I, I don't know if I'll start him again next week, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, we'll have to wait gonna... and see what um what what uh what happens over there with Deontay Johnson on the Pittsburgh Steelers if I will uh, sorry DJ Moore, but we'll see. See how it goes. You, you and I may be talking trade then if you're if you're planning ah, to Calvin <laughs> Ridley, uh eight eight catches on 10 targets for 136 yards. So he's back. He's back. He's back. Uh, Preston Williams uh, got himself in, had himself a day, four catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown. So mm-hmm. that was a part of that big blowout by the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. him and Fitzmagic had some magic going on. Yeah, man. Uh, Darius Slayton had himself a had himself a nice game, and and you know what? That's that that's a, the thing. I think that's going to have to be the formula. You got to play Darius Slayton when the Giants have a good matchup, and they're going to have some good matchups coming up again. You know, another matchup against Dallas. They're going to have matchups against Philly. They're going to have uh, matchups against the, the, the Washington secondary. I didn't say at that time. Good. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Kudos to you, man. I think that, you know, let the record show your honor. This is the first incidence of, of Georgie, um, Georgie mentioning the Washington football team and not mentioning their uh, previous name and correctly stating that they are the Washington football team. So kudos to you, man. And not having to fix it on the editing. Uh, <laughs> not having to go to the, to the editing room and, <laughs> and fixing it. Well, let's look at the tight ends on the Chingon section. Uh, yeah, Travis baby. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, eight catches, 12 targets, 108 yards, and a touchdown. It's just like, and the sun rises. Those are the things that those exactly. are. Exactly. Uh, the sky is blue. Yeah. You know, all the grass all those, is green. Things. Exactly. The grass is green. And Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown. Yeah. Your boy Mark Andrews, your boy Mark Andrews balled out 56 yeah, baby. yards and I'll a touchdown. It. I'll take it. Gerald Everett got himself 90 yards on four receptions, uh, kind of uh, pushing Higby to the side. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Kosicki made a, he went out there in a tough matchup against San Francisco and got five, caught five or six targets for 91 yards. So if was, I was him, like on the back of my jersey, I would like put a space like the get and then like a space and then sick. And then a space, and then the eye, and just like in the, right in the middle, just says like sick. And that's what I. That's what I would do. Man, the guy's just the guy's sick. I mean, he's just and the, 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 the catch that he makes are just bananas. The guy's got like he's got glue on his hands, like stick them. You know, going back to the seventies. Like the guy's like super talented. He's he's so so much much fun to watch. So good 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 job today, Mike Gesicki. Oh uh, well, let's get an adios mio. <laughs> oh no. Well, Joe Burrow, and I got to say, uh, in the adentro of what I called this one, Joe Burrow was going to have a tough game uh, having to go to Baltimore and, you know, uh, 183 yards, zero touchdowns and a pick. Uh, the Baltimore defense was just all over him. Seven sacks. One who, who had, is that you that, had, that started him? That wasn't you that started him in our league, right? No, I didn't start. The Baltimore defense. No. They scored like 35 yeah. points or like something stupid. Yep. And they had more well, until the like, un, until the Bengals got a late, uh, you know, no. nothing field goal. Oh, that was Ricky. Ricky, damn you, Ricky! Oh yeah, he started Ricky's Baltimore defense thirty three in, in the Yahoo League. Baltimore defense scored thirty three point eight points. What the what? Ay ay ay. Yeah, so, yeah. That's uh, that doesn't bode well for. Uh, the Cincinnati well, well, the thing is, you just got to watch out for Burrow on days when they've got a, when they're going up against a, a good Elite defense, defenses, especially yeah. especially a good pass rush because his his offensive line they really got. I really hope that he comes out of this uh, this season healthy because, and then that in the next draft they just invest heavily in the offensive line because they just they really need this. Yeah, Mateo, it, it, yeah. I, I, I'm the, the more I think of it, the more I'm a. Uh beginning to realize that, you know, when CMC comes back, I think we're all in trouble, George. 
not only does he have oh, yeah, always, he all these players, but he also has Baltimore's defense. So. Yeah, he's. I don't know, yeah. man. I know you may be repeating. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but know, so we'll, give it, we'll give it our we'll give it our shot because hey, you know yeah. what we've I, seen. I, it. I don't I don't want him to win. We'll definitely try to beat him. But Jesus, well, we've of... seen super teams lose in the playoffs before. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> throw, throw, throw up a throw up a, <laughs> a, a turd turd game when you score like sixty points. It can happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mateo Yellow, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, uh, 226 yards. And this is continuing a trend where when Julio Jones is out, it, he he does not play well. So Yeah, we saw the same thing with uh, with Gardner Minshew when DJ yeah. Chark was out against mm-hmm. Miami. He had, he threw up a dud. And then right. the next week when Chark came back, he had a great game. And, and he had a great game again today. I, I mean, Chark, did Chark go out later in, the, later in the game? I would imagine he did, right? Yeah, it was kind of, it was in the first half. So, first half, oh, okay. So I mean, yeah. kudos to Minshew then, because that means after Chark went out, he still had a good game. So that that's uh, that bodes well for Jacksonville offense. Yeah, Daniel Jones, uh, two hundred twenty-two yards in a in a setup where he, he this should have been a game that he smashed like last year. But yeah, I mean Dallas defense. We've we've talked about it on other show, you know other shows that uh, even Troy Aikman was saying that that their doubt that the Dallas defense is embarrassing, like just. You know, at a just you know historically bad level, and uh, yeah, to to go for two twenty two and just and no scores is uh that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't bode well for Daniel Jones going up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So yeah, let's we'll see. Let's get in the running backs. Joe Mixon fifty nine yards after his blow up game. I mean, he did finish with what uh, uh, ninety four total yards. He did. That's catch not bad. Some, but, you know, against, not against, bad. Yeah, you know, you know, against after Baltimore. what Baltimore's defense did. For him to come out with you know close to 100 yards is actually pretty pretty good. You know, yeah. I, I would say that's you know a, a little bit of a borderline ideal meal because that that's after what after looking at Joe Burrow's line, you know, and then seeing Joe Mixon's line, it's you can almost call it a success even being anywhere near 100 yards total. Yeah, no, it's uh, well, Ceh got 80 yards total, but nah. you know, it's uh, you know, there's there's people are starting to question, you know, should he have been, and and I'm still thinking he should have been a first round pick because he's he he's gonna do well. He's gonna you know, just stay he, stay healthy. You still you still want this guy as your that offense there. is super high powered. You know, yeah, they're gonna yeah. run into rough games. You know, they're gonna run into weird. You know, going up against the Raiders. You know, when it's a when it's a shootout. You know, when it's a close game. Um, yeah, game script is gonna change. Generally speaking, you know, the Chiefs are gonna be winning. So yeah, the game script is gonna lean towards you know running. You know, the second half of the game, fourth quarter of the game. So he's going to get a lot of yards, you know, in, in the in the regular flow of the offense, and he's going to get a lot of yards toward the end of games where they're ahead. So yeah, from a fantasy standpoint, he absolutely deserves to be there. And and yeah, 80, 80 yards is still eight points. It's not it's not terrible, you know. He's he's helping me to victory, so I'll, I'll take it in a game where you know he got eight points for me in a, in a game where the Chiefs magically lost. I don't see that happening again <laughs> for the rest of the season. Um, and then when that happens, I think game script will, will be in his favor again. He'll score some more points. Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, well, the Ram backfield is going to be, you know, we, we got uh, Cam Akers back and, you know, more questions, more questions. Mm -hmm. It's, this is like the Baltimore backfield. This is like the, you know, the San Francisco backfield, you know, before Mostert got, you know, really took, uh, got hurt and, uh, he was he was definitely more of the dominant runner today, but yeah, it's, it's I mean I don't know I don't know what to make of this one. 
yeah, Jer- that's a that's a that's that's a headache. Sorry. Yeah, big big Dolores. Grab, grab the Excedrin there. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon had one of the tougher lines of the day. You know, and that part of this was the game script. I mean, one carry for zero yards and two catches for five yards. When uh, that one, that that's tough. Yeah, one. I mean, I, I can only imagine what that looks like on your. Uh... On your fantasy stat line is 0.5 yeah that's that, that's that's ugly <laughs> that's a, that's an ugly uh stat point total there for your for your player Eesh, that, that that didn't go out with an injury usually you see a guy with like zero point whatever and oh he got hurt and had to leave the game but Jared mckinnon played and uh he, he threw up half a point so yeah that's 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 tough no bueno. Well, uh, on the receivers, Juju, 28 yards receiving. That's a tough one. It's, I mean, Claypool definitely stole a lot of stuff. But maybe maybe he took some of the coverage away from uh For you know, Juju, sure, yeah. Juju Juju's t- getting double teamed because the guy's a stud. So, yeah, he's leaving Claypool open, single coverage, and that's what happens. Though he apparently had the be- the better wide receiver cornerback matchup, but uh, that Claypool was not listed in that matchup. So, vamos a ver. That's Claypool is maybe an emerging star. I think he might be this year's DK Metcalf. Uh, Ooh. Uh, DJ Chark, uh, before he got hurt, he got 16 receiving yards. Terry McLaurin, uh, Scary Terry. I mean, they were playing in a monsoon pretty much, but, you know, by by middle of that game. Gorilla monsoon? Yeah, two, 26 yards. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling reference. Insert wrestling oh, reference here. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> But yeah, 26 yards. Uh, Amari Cooper, 23 yards on a day that the the, the Cowboys got the 37 points. But I mean, you know, after he's been so great, you know, he's he he's do a clunker. That's fine. You, you, you uh, chalk that yeah. one up. Hey, it, it, it happens. It's, it's going to happen. Down. So, you know, is what it is. You know, and, and Tyler Higby after, uh, you know, after that game against Philadelphia where we got the three touchdowns, he has been really quiet. It seems like that, you know, one of the uh, writers pointed out that he's been staying in to block more and uh, that that's really what's happening. I mean, he got two catches for 12 yards. George Kittle after his blow up week last week, four catches for 44 yards. Uh, Evan Ingram got uh, one catch for 16 yards, though he got robbed of a touchdown where um they called uh they called a penalty on the offensive line for the the player like set up in the neutral zone or something like that and it looked really iffy call on that one that one could have gone either way um another one dalton schultz uh not you know one catch for six yards after it looked like he was going to be a guy so yeah uh, eek no, no way. Tight end, tight ends are tough, man. Tight, yeah, that, you know, tight, you know, starting a tight end in fantasy is is kind of an X factor, man. Because you know the you know the ceilings can be high, but it's just it's 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 just a there's such a variable there. You never you never know. You gotta you gotta really dig deep and look at matchups and look at how defenses play and look at how tight ends have historically done against the defense. Uh, you know, some of them are. You know, some of them are, uh, you know, automatics, you know, like Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, you know, those, those are your, you know, your automatics in the NFL. But if you're, if you're looking to start other guys, even Kittle, I mean, t- today, I mean, 44 yards total, you, you know, so that's just overall, it's a good idea to, to, to check matchups because if you're, if you're going up against a defense that historically does well, you know, shutting down tight ends, you know, you may, if, even if you have a stud, you may want to reconsider. Well, for him, everything pointed to starting him because it was the the giant defense is not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even weird. You just never know. Even even when (laughs) you do the smart, it's like it's like when you double down on eleven and you get a two. 
So, yeah. or you get an ACE and you're just like, well, you did the right thing. And <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And yeah. it didn't there, work out. <laughs> there went a hundred bucks. So I mean, yeah. I mean, well, early look at waivers, uh, you know, keep an eye out for our waiver wire column. Uh, obviously Claypool is going to be the number one guy on the, on the waiver wire to be grabbing, yeah. but yeah. also uh, I think we talked about Madison, a little, touched on Madison as a, a guy to be on the there, lookout. Get, scoop him up quick. Yeah. And uh, Travis Fulgham, otro. Uh, but there'll be more, there'll be more guys to keep an eye on. Uh, Hey, let's take a look, look and see at the, uh, at our bet results. Uh, Eek. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's see Nico. Uh, he had, let's see, he, he did have the, the Tampa Bay was a loss, but no, he had Cleveland plus one and a half. That's a win. Arizona minus seven. That's a win. Houston minus six. That's a win. And he's got the chargers, uh, plus seven and a half tomorrow night on Monday night football. So we'll see, we'll see how that one comes I out. I lost the, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't hit my KC bet, right? You didn't hit the KC bet, but you did hit, you did hit Arizona. You did hit Pittsburgh. You hit, you did hit the giants. And I mean, you missed Seattle, uh, but right. you know, that, that's still, you know, three, Hey, if you go 60% a whole season, you're going to make money. There you go. I, at three and two, I'll take it. <laughs> oh man. Bueno, everybody has so stole for our show. For our show. Uh, thanks again to Anchor for being our hosting network and making sure independent podcast gets out into the familia community. Uh, please make sure to subscribe at Apple. Leave us a review there. Um, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at FamiliaFFB. Uh, our original content at FamiliaFFB.com as well as our FamiliaFFB Facebook page. Well, gracias, everybody. Uh, remember, get out and vote. Please vote. Uh, remember, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud. Salud and descansa en paz, prima, marica. Descansa en paz.